Welcome to the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast, where we have mature conversations about cannabis and pop culture. If you want to reach out to us on social media, we're currently available on both Twitter and Instagram at ACannabisPod. If you're looking for an alternate way to listen to us, we're currently hosting our podcast on Podbean, and we're available basically anywhere that you get your podcast fixed from. So just plug us in the search and you can find us there. My name's Joel, and I've been consuming cannabis for over 25 years. And my name's Cam, and I've been consuming cannabis for just over two years, basically since Canadian legalization. Um, on this week's episode of the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast, we are doing our monthly media episode. Last week, Joel had thrown up a Twitter poll between four different movies to see what people wanted us to watch. And uh, the winner of that poll was Super Troopers, beating out... Oh gosh, what was in there? Road Trip, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny, and Grandma's Boy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, th- those are the four that we picked. Absolutely right. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit miffed that Grandma's Boy didn't win, but Super Troopers was a fairly uh, dominant choice. It, it took the lead by a good chunk. So that's what we chose for this week. And I'm not really mad about it. I feel like all those movies were were worthy of being covered for our show. And, you know, we'll probably get to them eventually. Yeah. Well, I I had a listener um, engage with me on Instagram too, being like, hey, are you going to put up um, movie polls uh, on the Instagram as well? And I am really sorry that I have not done that before. I'd like literally (laughs) has never crossed my mind. I tried to do it this week. And unfortunately, like the movie, sorry, not the movie polls, but just the Instagram polls in general, they only allow you to give two options. But since we do four options for the movie polls, I like tried to go like a background way by like posing a question in the Instagram story. But unfortunately, when you make a question, one of them is like a correct answer. Kind of happy accident, though. The uh, accidental answer for the question I had put up for my supposed poll that I was trying to create was Super Troopers. So it was almost <laughs> like a little bit of happy foreshadowing or an accidental foreshadow i suppose <laughs> okay yeah well i mean i mean that's pretty cool and and we did uh we did tally the vote from the uh instagram listener as well uh but super troopers was the victor and that's what we're going to be talking about today although i really like i said i was really surprised with how much that i enjoyed it it, it had legitimately been a number of years but i know I, i'd watched this at least like a handful of times before but it's probably been a good seven or eight years since i've seen it and I was just pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed it. It's always great when you watch a movie like that, like you're going in kind of expecting it to be like, okay, this will be all right, but I've seen it before. So the beats aren't going to be that funny, but I like had tons of like laughing out loud moments without question. Yeah, me too. This was something that I watched a lot when I was younger. It was something that we watched on like hockey road trips and shit all the time. It was a movie my brother really liked. It was on late night TV all the time. So yeah, this is a movie I, I'm quite familiar with, but I haven't seen it in a a long time, like probably 10 years almost. So I, I agree. It was better than I expected on the rewatch. Before we get too much into that, though, should we get into our rolling tray for this week, my friend? Yeah, let's hit that, man. What have you been smoking this week? Myself, I've really only been smoking a couple things. I've been smoking a bunch of this meat breath, actually, from Gnome Star, which we're going to be reviewing today. Oh, it's so it's, good. <laughs> it's fantastic, yeah. But uh, this past week, actually, I went into the BC Cannabis Store here in Kamloops, something that I have not done in quite a while, because I was looking for some medicine to help me get through uh, the night of sleep, you know? So most of the stuff that I have in my cannabis bar right now is is more expensive and i don't know i don't i don't really like to use that stuff for sleep that much <laughs> you'd like <laughs> to enjoy the stuff you spend the money on exactly right so i was uh, specifically looking for an ounce of pure sun farms in either of the white rhino which we've previously reviewed on here or the death bubba which we've talked about before also as well i went with an ounce of death bubba and at the bc cannabis store here uh they were selling them for 119.99 for an ounce mm-hmm. and I am just actually over the over the moon excited about this stuff. It's been so good for me for like a, a sleep aid. And it's actually a really fun time high as well. Like when I smoke really? it, I'll smoke it like at like eight o'clock is when I normally start smoking it. And I have a, a lot of fun from like <laughs> eight to nine thirty <laughs> as I'm getting ready for bed. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed, man. Like, I mean, I enjoy the 
the pure sun farm stuff like i've i've got a, a bunch of the rhino that you're talking about in my rotation right now but i've seen that death bubba on shoppers too so if i can snag that for a hundred dollar ounce i think yeah maybe we'll have to review that one in the future yeah well that was my initial thought is i wanted to go on shoppers and get an ounce of it but they've been sold out of their pure sun farms ounces for a few weeks if not a month by like right now so yeah. i was just like fuck it i need to grab this somewhere so I just I figured to keep an eye out for those restocks, right? And then we can just like yeah. grab a bunch and oh for those, sure. Like, I mean, Pearson Farms is is rad, and they've been really impressive with their consistency, uh, which we can't really say for all the providers that we've recommended in the past. Consistency is is a real challenge for people, but Pearson Farms is one that's been knocking out of the park. So it's awesome to hear that the Death Bubba is that good because uh, I guess I'll have to get my hands on some too. Yeah, I really enjoy it, man. Um, the lot that I got was from December, so it's it's pretty darn fresh too. The reason why I went with it over the Rhino is because the Rhino is from September or something like that. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just take whatever one is uh, more fresh. And yeah, for 120 bucks, um, you know, for an ounce, that's pretty darn good cost efficiency in my opinion. It's like 450 a gram or something. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of medicine for the next little while. Outside of that, I only have one real new kind of like equipment update. I took a recommendation from Buzz Dankier on Twitter. He had a few weeks ago sent out kind of like a uh, a tweet that just said like, hey, this airtight case, it's like a tool case is on, on sale right now for 35 bucks at Princess oh, Auto. Yeah. And uh, I've been looking to upgrade my stash box for quite some time. And something that's airtight is, I mean, really attractive, you know, when you're throwing cannabis in there. So I went and picked it up. It took me a couple trips to Princess Auto to get it right, because for whatever reason, Princess Auto had them like in the back or they were hidden somewhere. They couldn't (laughs) find them. So I went there the first time and then I ended up settling for something else. And then they're like, oh, well, if you come back next week and and uh, like those ones aren't working out for you, you can just swap them and maybe we'll find the right ones. So I, I did go back and they had them. <laughs> Eventually <laughs> they got it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, this little stash box is awesome, man. Um, I, I I just have to say that thanks to Buzz Dankier out there for the recommendation because this, this is going to work perfectly for me. And it was uh, super cheap. I mean, 35 bucks for this little airtight case. Uh, can't really go wrong. Yeah. I think a lot of people. Uh, I think a lot of people jumped in on that. Buzz has lots of great tips. That's where I got yeah. the, the idea to use the the chalkboard tape for um for my stash and my cannabis bar. Like, oh, that's uh, smart too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't like the I don't do the airtight seal, but like as most folks have seen uh, that have followed the Twitter account, I like to put my stuff on a nice looking spice rack and in, into all my extra glass jars. So yeah, I find using that instead of the old label peeling that I used to do that drove me fucking insane. <laughs> it's <laughs> way better. So yeah, <laughs> give Buzz a follow on Twitter if you're not because uh, he's got lots of great ideas. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's enough about me, man. What about you? What's been on your rolling trade this past week? Uh, a few things to mention, I guess w- one thing that we should say first is, uh, we got a, a swag pack from uh, seven acres, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just something that happened, uh, randomly. I uh, got a DM said they wanted to send us something and ended up with, uh, some stickers, a hat and uh, a stash jar that I'm going to send your way. Cam looks like uh, something that you could use I, just because I've got so much glass already that, uh, I don't, I don't want more space taken up, but it is a pretty cool product. So I think you might like it with the like, kind of silicone around the mason jar. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I've seen other influencers out there with these care packages before, and I was always jealous of the stash jars. You're right. So I'm stoked to get that. Thank you, Seven Acres. There's that influencer word again. I know, right? Uh, Whether we um, like it or not. Yeah, I know. All, all, all I'll say is this, is that it, it was really cool of Seven Acres to do it. Um, we've we've really enjoyed their Jack Hayes cultivar a lot. And uh, we haven't really been hitting them all that much just because we've been mostly sticking to the uh, the medical side and not hitting the recreational. And we don't have prescriptions with uh, Seven Acres Medical. So really cool of them to do it. And if you're an LP that's listening, we're not people that look for swag. We're not trying to get your stuff or whatever. We just want to smoke the good weed and talk about the good weed. That's what we're here to do. So uh, while it is appreciated, it's not something that we're like actively seeking out or anything like that. I feel like that whole influencer space makes us a little bit uncomfortable (laughs) in some respects. But uh, that's one cool thing that's uh, happened since the last show. Uh, Other than that, I've been enjoying a fair bit of cannabis. I've been uh, having a bit of that bubble hash from Canna Farms. Okay. That's just something I picked up in one of my shoppers orders. I was getting a few uh, readies to enjoy while we record, uh, which is interesting enough to say that I am totally out of readies at the moment and uh, I am not consuming while we smoke. I had a little bit of meat breath before we started recording here, but no, uh, nothing to puff while we're, while we're actually recording. Oh yeah. So no readies to accompany 
you today, I suppose. Well, I just really like having that that thing in my hand as though it's a cigarette, but you know, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> so the, so the bubble hash got in, into my order when I was picking up some of the readies, uh, enjoyed that just as like a little bit of a topper for uh, a couple of your bowls. It's, uh, I don't know, I think it runs around 34 bucks or something like that. So it was relatively inexpensive. Uh, I've been hitting some more of those THC diamonds still kind of hanging around from my black Friday order. Uh, and I finished those off this week. So I just wanted to have a bit of a kicker on a few bong hits and, uh, I've been consuming that blue cheese from North 40. I know I was talking about in the last episode, I, I wasn't really necessarily totally stoked on how my interaction with Shelter went down over the exchange of the um, Black Cherry Punch, which ironically enough, I heard is going to actually be sold now because there's no real issues with it. Yeah, apparently. I saw that too. <laughs> so I may have to, I may still end up getting some of that. Um, but here's the the flip side. I wasn't necessarily really stoked on getting the, the May and June lots of blue cheese, but they're still a very enjoyable smoke. Uh, even though they're a little bit older, Gord's weed is the good weed. So that's kind of positive. Uh, and I've also been enjoying that 24 karat gold stuff from that Zev K provider in Saskatchewan. Okay. So um, not a lot to say about that. It's a uh, Tangy and uh, I can't remember what's the other one. I want to say Master Kush Cross. It's some kind of other Kush Cross. Uh, it's a little bit muted in terms of what I was expecting. I was like kind of hoping for like a big orange kind of burst in your face. Uh, it wasn't so much that it was a little more muted, but it hits really nicely. So uh, I'm really impressed with the smoke. And it's another one where really good, dense, thick kind of um, sticky buds. So Nice. Yeah, lots of good stuff still uh, available at Shelter, so I think I'm gonna keeping my eyes on there. They had a pre-roll sale this week, and I picked up a few of those myself too. So they haven't arrived yet, so I haven't had the chance. But that North Forty ice cream cake, I'm looking forward to getting to smoke that again. Nice, man. Nice. I didn't end up ordering anything on the pre-roll sale. There was a few things that were catching my eye, but I think I've still got a a pretty stocked shelf right now. So be waiting on the next sale, maybe. (laughs) Was there anything else that you were smoking last week? Other than that, just a whole crap ton of the meat breath that we're going to be talking about, but we've got a whole segment dedicated to that today. So uh, I don't think we can, uh, we don't need to go into that. I think we can go ahead and start chatting about Super Troopers. Super Troopers, yeah. Like I said earlier, I had not watched this in years, probably 10 or so years. It's something that I watched quite frequently. It was something that was always popped in on the bus like on the bus trips when I was playing hockey when I was younger. Right. Um, it's just like one of those like 10 movies. Uh, if if any listeners are out there <laughs> played hockey in the 2000s, you're probably familiar with like the same like 10 movies. Think like Zoolander, <laughs> Anchorman, Super Troopers, Dodgeball, fuck, like all those movies. <laughs> But it was really awesome to to rewatch this. To be honest, I was a little bit um, disappointed. I think that uh, Grandma's Boy didn't win either, just because I'd never seen that before. But well, you uh, haven't we'll actually that for seen another it? one. I've never seen Grandma's Boy. Oh, we no. gotta do it. Maybe we're just gonna do Grandma's Boy next month. Yeah. Well, maybe now that people hear about it, maybe they'll uh, be incentivized to vote for it the next poll. But um, <laughs> yeah, I hadn't watched this in a while. I was kind of cringing having to watch it again because it was something I watched so much. But it was really funny. I have to say, it was good. Yeah, I, that was sort of my perspective too. And that I went in with really low expectations thinking like, oh, this is maybe going to be like a bit of a chore to to watch. Because uh, for me, it was a, it was kind of like a last minute thing. Um, once we'd sorted out what movie we were going to cover, uh, I had a very limited window of time to actually watch this movie. So uh, I kind of had a realization late Friday night that, oh shit, I better watch this movie or I'm not going to see it before we need to record. Uh, and then I sat down to watch it and then literally just had a, a whole bunch of guffaws hanging out and chilling with my wife and and my wife had a blast watching this we were both kind of like uh it's too bad it's not grandma's boy but no it was really a blast i think this movie came out and i want to say in 2001 yes yeah 2001 so this would have been uh, i would have been in around like 22 years old prime prime in my cannabis consumption uh, early early stages i want to say and uh so this would have been right in my alley. I, I, I want to say I went to go see it in theaters and it got lots of viewings over the years. Absolutely. But like you, it's been a long time. I did watch the sequel. The sequel came out like uh, three years ago, I think. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, but, I've heard very mixed reviews on on the sequel Super Troopers, too. Yeah, <laughs> but this this particular movie, the original Super Troopers, um, kind of made me very impressed with the uh, the broken lizard folks and it was a really great one. So where do you want to start with this one? Do you, do, should we start with our plot synopsis? 
Sure. Would you like to go first or second? I actually prepared one this time, you so I'm, a, I'm more pre- I'm more prepared than I was last time. Yeah. So you're, you're not worried about me um, having to follow me then if I go first? No, I'm I'm not uh, not feeling like I'm about to be outclassed immediately. You know, so I I, I feel pretty confident about mine this time. Okay. Well, buckle up, Buckaroo. Okay. <laughs> Shenanigan-loving Vermont Highway Patrol officers engage in a spirited rivalry with city police officers while uncovering a drug smuggling operation and attempting to avoid being shut down due to budget cuts. Nice. That's more colorful than mine is, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I just wanted to use the word shenanigans in it. So. Yeah, you just wanted to fit it in somewhere. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that, that makes sense. I like that. Um, so my plot synopsis for Super Troopers. A detachment of highway cops who are close to having their office shut down try to solve a drug, a drug trafficking problem in a last-ditch effort to save their jobs. Hey, that's pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, it had less color, but it was uh, serviceable. It did the job. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of like freestyling them, but if I like just take a minute to write something down, it just makes it like, you know, 25% better. So yeah, yeah it's a notable improvement. 25%, you know, for minimal effort. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's my, that's my game too. I need the preparation big time. <laughs> but let's, let's talk about the people that made this movie, right? Like this comes from um, the the comedy troupe or the group i don't know how to kind of refer their collective but they're known as broken lizard right and it's a a group of um was it like six or seven guys who have all like kind of collaborated in comedy and they're responsible for uh movies like super troopers club dread beer fest and i'm sure there's um probably one or two other ones that i'm not thinking of super troopers uh, too super troopers too yeah fuck you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're just baiting me now for sure uh but the, the, the dudes the dudes in super troopers so it's like jay chandra's car kevin heffernan uh steve lemmy paul sater and eric stolhansk probably not pronouncing any of those names right but those are the dudes and if you've seen any kind of like comedy movies or frat style comedy since the 2000s you've probably seen at least one of these guys in movies or television somewhere yeah, uh, I think that's a pretty safe bet. At um, least uh, Jay Chandraskar, I think he's been on a lot. He actually directed this movie too, and he's directed a, a lot of different shows. Uh, even uh, directed a couple episodes of Community, and uh, even appeared on uh, season six. Yeah, what was he in season six again? Because I do remember, like I I can picture him, but I I forget what exactly he like what the context was. It was like a, a cancel culture thing where the uh, he was a comedian that was like basically just like um, being hateful against Jewish people, and they they booked him for Greendale, and they were like they were making it happen for the sake of free speech, but then they released all this secret information about the people at Greendale and to, to get it to stop. And anyway, oh my gosh. Was like, okay. he, he was the comic was just it. And he was just making like really, really intentionally awful, um, like racial and ethnic jokes and stuff like that. It was, Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> stuff I'm not going to touch with a 10 foot pole because it's just, yeah, not cool. But in, I mean, in, yeah, he's a, he's a very funny guy, but I'm pretty sure you've probably seen uh, Jay Chandraskar and he plays um, the, the kind of leader of this ragtag group of police officers, right? Uh, yeah. He Thor- plays Thorny. Thorny. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like a big group of people, they've made a lot of really funny movies. Um, I'd probably put beer fest, as my favorite Broken Lizard one. I don't know if you've seen Beer Fest, Cam. I've seen Beer Fest a few times, but it's not okay. one that I've watched a lot. What's kind of funny is uh, I've watched that Club Dread movie quite often, actually. Okay. It was I've on late night. It. No, it was on late night TV all the time, too. When I like back in the day, like in the 2000s. So I'd watched it quite a bit. It was it's actually pretty funny, too. I wonder how well it would hold up now, though, like. I I don't know if I would watch it <laughs> to be honest, but maybe it hasn't aged all that well. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I mean, if if uh, this is any indicator, it probably held would hold up better than I think it would at least because I didn't think this was going to hold up well, and it it actually did. So. Yeah, surprisingly, right? But the the, yeah. the broken, broken lizard guys aren't like the 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 entirety of the cast they they did hire a few other people for this movie but they there wasn't necessarily like a hugely amount of well-known people for it because i'm, I'm sure that the budget wasn't necessarily huge for this one no uh well i looked at the budget actually and it was only three and a half million wow that's impressive. yeah yeah well and re-watching it now i can tell <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, like when I was watching it today, I was just like, wow, this movie has like no extra production in it at all. It's like very basic, very bare bones. There's not even a lot of like score to it. You know, it's very basic, but they, they made like 40 mil on it. So I, it, it was profitable at the very least. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's what gave them like license to make some of their later movies as well. Uh, but yeah. they, they did pick some other people who were maybe recognizable from other spots. Uh, like Brian Cox plays the the captain of the Highway Patrolman, and he's like a legit respected actor, right? Like he has like uh, like awards from the UK, uh, and like he's like part of an order or something in there as well. I think he's Scottish. I want to say okay. And I've seen him in a number of other things. Like uh, he was on. Uh, he had a brief role in the TV show Deadwood. Okay, and, I'm not uh, familiar with that show. Oh, buddy, you really need to watch it. It's one of my <laughs> favorite shows ever. It's it's a western, so if you're you kind of got to be into westerns, but it's yeah, it's, it's a really rad show. But I also saw him as the host of this documentary series on Netflix a number of years ago that was called Addicted to Pleasure, and he basically did these little mini episodes on different things that like humanity is addicted to. So like one was on sugar, and one was on opiates, and uh, one was on tobacco, and one was on alcohol. And it really, and he was like going to like the like ancient scottish distilleries and stuff like that like, anyway really 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 cool stuff so uh it's a comedic role and he does it like with total gusto right and uh so it, it's kind of cool that he's in this yeah well i'm familiar with him because he's in the x-men movies quite a bit or maybe not oh. quite a bit but a few x-men movies that's right uh, I feel like he gets typecast a lot as like a police chief or like government like um military guy kind of thing <laughs> Yeah, well, he hits, he hits the Irish lilt a little bit well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, um, there there is a couple cameos in this movie that I really enjoyed, and I did not know that they were part of it. I One of them is fairly easily uh, recognizable, but I wanted to see if you picked up on the second one. Okay, well, like, like clue me in, because like, honestly, it's not coming to mind immediately. Okay, well, the first one is Jim Gaffigan's in this movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's on my list to talk about, actually. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was like the the easiest cameo I could pull out like right away. And I guess it's not really a cameo for 2001. He was probably just an up and coming comedian back then. So yeah. um, it was probably just a very small role, uh, you know. Anyways, the second one, do, did you recognize the, the burger joint clerk? The burger joint clerk. Yeah, when, who has the altercation with Farva? No. I didn't. I no? mean, I know I know the guy you're talking about now, right? And like, you know, threw a cup and like all that, and then Farva yeah. jumps over the counter. No, who is that? Um, he's been in another movie that we have uh, done for a, a review segment here. Oh, is he from um, Rolling Kansas? Yeah, it's fucking Kevin from Rolling Kansas. Wow! As soon as you said that, I put it together. As soon as you said <laughs> yeah, on another man. movie, I'm like, wait, what? Oh, it's Kevin! Wow. Charlie Finn is the actor's name, and right <laughs> away, as soon as he talked, I was just like is that fucking Kevin? Wow, and and of connection. course I did the Google like right away. And it was, I, I laughed pretty hard about that. Yeah. Uh, well don't done. spit in that cop's burger. <laughs> well done. <laughs> my friend. How is there a link between this and uh, rolling Kansas? That's fucking right? amazing. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was fucking hilarious. It, it gave me a lot of, uh, of pleasure. <laughs> okay. Well, as, as the resident old, old guy on the show, uh, I, I did pull a couple other older actors that I, I identified in this show okay. as well. Uh, so the, the guy who plays the, uh, chief of the police for the city cops and who is like constantly, uh, I don't know, jabbing back and forth with the highway patrol guys and the captain and him hate each other is he played, uh, one of George Costanza's bosses on Seinfeld. He's Kruger. Okay. I'm, on, I'm not familiar with, with Seinfeld, but I know he was, yeah, I, I can recognize him from it. Yeah. And I think, I feel like he's another guy who's kind of typecast and kind of like authority type roles, right? Like yeah. older guy with like kind of the, the gray bald crown and kind of a booming voice. The He could be a, a decorated military veteran. Yes, exactly. He's just kind of a kind of a similar kind of role, that authority figure type person. Yeah. And then the last one that I had is it's kind of obvious they even like draw a little bit of attention to it, but it's it's Linda Carter who plays the governor who wants to shut this place down. And uh, Linda Carter was Wonder Woman on the the old TV show in the seventies. Uh, okay. Yeah. And see, that's not one that I picked up on at all. No. Yeah, I only know of her. I that that's before my time, so I didn't actually watch that show, but I know that she was on it. And I recently watched uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, and she she's in that movie too. They should have just fucking had Bernie do it. Should have Bernie do it? Well, he's in everything else, right? So why not? <laughs> well, isn't well, he's from Vermont, right? <laughs> that's where it's at. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that. But one thing about the governor that I thought was really funny is when her assistant mentions to like they're at like some kind of a gala uh, because the the cops had busted. Well, they had the the big marijuana drug bust or whatever, and so the governor of Vermont's there, and her her little assistant says like, "Oh yeah, well they did this big drug bust," and she's like, "Oh for cocaine," and she's like, "No for pot," and she's just like, oh, "Why am I even fucking here?" <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Just like even like back then they're just like pot doesn't fucking matter (laughs) why are they making a big deal about this even even in that like opening sequence right she's like why am i here again it's a drug bust what for cocaine no what the fuck am i doing (laughs) yeah yeah sorry that's that was the that was it exactly yeah that was awesome. I love that. Part. Yeah. Um, for the cast, like I, I recognize them from the broken coast movies, but I, I wouldn't be able to pick them out <laughs> like for anything broken else. coast or broken, not lizard. broken coast, broken lizard. Sorry. <laughs> broken coast. Fuck. <laughs> You've been, been, um, smoke, been smoking that, that, uh, Island weed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I have to say the, the mustaches in this movie, I, I really enjoyed, especially Jay's mustache. His, his mustache was just so strong. I, I really admired it. I have to say this, this, this is a movie of cop mustaches. <laughs> yeah. But then Farva's is so poor. It's just fucking, <laughs> it's so hilarious. It adds so much to just his character, you know, it just has like such a wimpy mustache. <laughs> the poor guy. I, I, I will say there's a really funny thing that you can find. And I watched this on Netflix like years and years ago. So I don't even know if it's still there, but it's like a stand up comedy bit with Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. And it's called Fat Man, Little Boy. And they just basically like shoot the shit and tell stories from like the set of movies and stuff like that. Oh, really? And it's it's quite hilarious. Like uh, like they, he taught like Kevin Heffernan talks about like how he had like pissed in the beer tank when he was supposed to die in the beer tank and beer fest. Oh, my stuff. God. <laughs> <laughs> it was just anyway, it was it was quite, quite comical. So I definitely think if, if you can find that it's worth worthwhile checking it out because uh, these guys are really, really hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Did you have a like a, a favorite scene from this movie? So, what was your favorite scene from this movie? I I, I know you have to have one. So, I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely have a, a favorite scene for the movie, and it it actually surprised the shit out of me because like, it's it's just the most well known scene from the movie. Okay, the, op- the opening scene. Fuck. So, okay. Yeah. The start of the movie where they pull over these stoners and then just fuck with them throughout the entire interaction. Right. Like, and the stoners are all freaking out because they have drugs in the car. So the one guy eats like a whole bag of weed and then a whole bag of shrooms. And then when they try to get him to eat the third bag, he's like, I just can't. And then they toss the, uh, the other bag and that's what gets them in trouble. But the cops like drive away and come back like three times, totally fucking with them because they know that they're high as shit and every aspect of that. And, uh, I get the impression that this might be your favorite scene as well yeah absolutely okay. well, I'll, I'll, I'll let yeah. you talk i'll let you talk a little bit about what else goes on but that initial bit where they're like fucking with them at the side of the road just made me laugh so hard and i think that's what set the stage for me to enjoy this movie so much because i didn't expect to laugh so hard at that scene because i've seen it before i know it's there i like it's it's just the well-known bit from the movie and it just completely i we my wife and i were both in stitches throughout the entire bit so i mean it was awesome but it's it's more than just what happens at the side of the road right like it does extend a little bit past that there's a lot of interactions within this scene that i fucking loved and was busting i got over and i like that you touched on that it was a good starting point for the movie like it just set the tone for the rest of the movie and for your enjoyment of the movie because i felt the exact same like i was sitting down i was like okay i've seen this movie a lot like i'm sure it's gonna be really funny but like i've seen it a lot so anyways i sat down and then once that scene began i was just like holy shit okay yeah and i started laughing really hard like even just the beginning they 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 started off with those three stoners in the car and they're having such a believable honest stoner conversation (laughs) they're talking about like if you own a property on the beach do you own the beach do you own the water water. (laughs) do you own the water yeah (laughs) what if what if there's a naked girl on the beach or whatever you know they're talking like that and i thought that was conversation yeah i was like this is fucking hilarious this is such a stoner conversation and then obviously like you said they get pulled over they the the buddy in the back eats all the legit reactions right like the the very like and and it's hilarious to have this conversation with you who's only been consuming cannabis since it's legal i mean obviously you can't do it when you're driving anyway but 
that that reaction is very real for someone to to be like you know having a joint passed around in a car and to see the police roll by you right like yeah. all of that that panic and that fear and that oh my god oh my god and like the like dropping the joint and everything like it was just- yeah well when i was younger i couldn't really put myself in these kids shoes but when i watched it this time i absolutely could and i was just like terrified and <laughs> i could i could feel the anxiousness and the the sheer terror of these of these kids like they're asking like um or, or uh thorny gets up to the window and he's like you doing okay son and he's like yeah sure is that yeah sure or yes yes sir yeah sure sir <laughs> and they're just doing the whole back and forth and i'm like holy fuck he's really getting them here he is really intimidating the shit out of them and uh anyways i'm gushing over the scene but uh, like it, you no, said but it's it worth really- it. it i think anybody who sits down and watch the movie it just you will i mean it's it's absurd and it's a farce but it's just hilarious right i mean you have to understand that not, nobody in the real world would ever go to this kind of extreme kind of goofiness uh if they're a cop but it's just it's just hilarious to see yeah. that, right? Like just to giving them the gears and the, like the, they play it straight the whole way, and then like like repeating language, and then like even when they like drove away real fast, slam on the brakes, peel the tires back, and then drive back behind them again. Like, just, yeah, man. When they when they drove away the first time, and uh, the buddy who's sitting front passenger seat looks back, and he's like, he must say like a hundred dollars worth of weed and like thirty bucks worth of shrooms, man. And then he like kind of like pauses for a second. He's like, so I'm going to need that 130 bucks. Like whenever. (laughs) Yeah. I felt that so hard. I was just like, fuck man. We all have a friend who like nickels and dimes like this, like, you know, and I, I felt that I I really related to it. And then buddy driving the car is like, it's not cool, man. (laughs) Yeah. No, that, that, I mean, like, I don't know, man, that's some bullshit as far that's as some bullshit. fuck that like, guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy entirely. Ooh, give me the 130 bucks. No, fuck you. I just yeah. saved our ass. Like Exactly. I just fucking saved our asses. At least they thought I'm going to die that <laughs> moment, that brief moment. They thought they were fucking, <laughs> they thought they were good, but uh, yeah, poor buddy in the back was just tripping his ass off. Anyways, that was my favorite scene too. There's lots of other good stuff too, right? I mean, any, any, any real scene where the cops are fucking with people. Like the the meow bit with Jim Gaffigan is is quite hilarious. It's hilarious, yeah. I I really appreciate the cleverness of their pranks now as an adult. So I have to say, going into this movie, I thought that it was a lot more lowbrow humor, and I was kind of like, oh, it's a fucking cop movie. Like it's gonna be like frat cop humor, like mixed. It's probably gonna be like hyper masculine aggressive, and it wasn't that at all. No, no, no. <laughs> no so obviously, I didn't have a good uh, memory of the movie. It was a lot more fun, and uh, I have to say, like the cops were more relatable to me, especially because they were kind of like the fit cops compared to the city cops they were like the more i don't know more jokey ones they were they weren't like the hyper masculine like cops like the city ones were anyways so that that upped the enjoyment of it for me as well yeah well i mean it it lets you identify with those characters more and made them more endearing right because you know the average person likes to have a good time and and have fun and, and seeing people in positions of authority goofing off right makes you makes them more relatable so it it definitely made this uh movie more enjoyable like you're saying and um, they definitely went out of their way to paint the city cops as those toxic masculine um, meatheads right yeah that other way so that you know it's a very clear definition who the good guys and the bad guys are in this movie in a very literal sense actually yeah (laughs) that that's a meow scene that you're talking about with jim gaffigan i would have just bust a gut if i was jim gaffigan that whole time like that was just such a fucking hilarious exchange yes <laughs> i don't know if i would have reacted that way i might i might actually get mad in that in that situation Being like are you fucking i serious? know you're fucking with me yeah. i know like, you are like let's stop okay <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. i don't think i don't think i, I don't think i would appreciate that necessarily uh, but one i will say that's like kind of a low-key one is that there's kind of a like romeo and juliet pseudo romance situation with one of the city cops and one of the highway patrolmen and there's a scene where they're at uh, a kid's baseball game and uh, he's trying to find ways to chat this girl up and he goes to a concession stand and they're talking about an earlier brawl between the highway cops and the city cops where she punched this this guy in the face and she's like okay come on i'll give you a fair shot and and there he's kind of hitting on her right so it's a very loose and fun conversation and she closes her eyes like as though he's gonna hit her 
and then an errant softball hits her square in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and she thinks he slugged her. I, th- I thought that was like really well done too. I just like. It's hilarious. She just dumps the snow cone on his head that she's holding and she's like, what? What happened? Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, because you um, didn't even see the ball hitter. <laughs> no. Uh, what I liked about that scene is that uh, both the highway patrolmen and the city cops are both there. And it's like their kids are on opposing teams or whatever. And they're kind of like making faces and gestures at each other. And the highway patrolmen end up sending this ridiculously large cotton candy <laughs> over to one of the city cops in the stands. And then it gets him into a whole bunch of shit because somebody behind him is just like, dude, move your cotton candy. I can't fucking can see anything <laughs> uh, and i thought that was just fucking uh, another well thought out <laughs> prank that was uh very clever yeah i thought that was fucking hilarious yeah they're they're always getting up to to some kind of mischief in in the, the shenanigans movie. some shenanigans that's for sure <laughs> well speaking of that did you have a, a favorite quote a favorite quote yes my favorite quote was uh like it's from the opening scene as well okay and it's kind of just like the interrogation between uh, Thorny and the, the the driver. He's when he's just going back and forth. He's like, do you know how fast you're going? And the guy's like, uh, 65, 63. Well, isn't the isn't the speed limit 65? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just fucking with him so hard. I I just love that whole that whole exchange. And then they get into the the littering and littering and and all that all those other great quotes from the opening scene. I know it's it's pretty lame maybe because it's uh those are like so easily quotable, but I just love that whole opening scene. It it really set the whole movie for me. The snozberries taste like snozberries. Snozberries taste like snozberries exactly. Can I can um, I take a beat on that guy for a moment? Yeah, for sure. I read some shit about that guy that blew my fucking mind. So that actor's name is uh, Jeffrey Arend or Arends or something like that. And what blew my mind is that he recently got divorced. So he was married to, for like a decade, Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. Really? So, uh, I mean, that just does not compute for me. That's (laughs) about all I'll say about that. But I just thought that was an interesting tidbit. Christina Hendricks from Mad Men and this snozberries taste like snozberries motherfucker. Yeah. That that does not compute for me either, but uh <laughs> the world's a twisted I, place, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean strange things happen. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite quote then? Uh, my favorite quote uh, surrounds the word shenanigans, which I've been kind of dropping a little bit throughout this. And the reason why I like that is that my daughter recently discovered the word shenanigans and she says it constantly. So really? there's a, a wonderful quote <laughs> in this movie where the captain says, I swear to God, I'm going to pistol whip the next guy who says shenanigans. <laughs> and then the, all the cops yell out to Farva, who's in the other room. And they're like, hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant that you really like with the like drawings on the wall and whatever? <laughs> he pokes his head out. You mean shenanigans? <laughs> and then they, <laughs> they all hand their, their pistols to the captain. Okay, bud, let's go. <laughs> yeah that is so great man so anyway that pops in my head every time my daughter says the word shenanigans i'm like i swear to god i'm gonna piss the whip the next motherfucker who says shenanigans i've gotta say probably one of my my runner-up quotes may have been when they're at the shooting range testing that bulletproof cup and oh uh thorny is showing him the showing him the the target and he's like yeah i've been perfect all day <laughs> then they point to one where it's like right in the target's neck <laughs> what about that one <laughs> yeah what about that guy oh that little guy i wouldn't be worried about that little guy <laughs> <laughs> okay okay well so thorny, thorny had some other good ones too uh, and probably the best one is when they took uh, those germans that they pulled over and then thorny took him back to his his place to like have a little uh, four-way with his wife and, and the couple who wants a mustache right oh my gosh wonderful so sorry i didn't mean to fucking say the quote whoops <laughs> no, that's okay Steal no, my thunder. just stealing your thunder he does have a lot of good quotes thorny was my favorite character i have to say he is my favorite it may just be on the mustache alone i must say mm-hmm. it might be that but uh he is my favorite i think who is your favorite character i think i'm inclined to agree with you that this that thorny just had so many great lines and uh, just his general kind of interaction that opening scene plays a lot into it right like just that entire littering and littering and smoking the reefer 
Smoking there, <laughs> I just love everyone saying reefer in this movie too. <laughs> yeah, I love the reefer. It all, yeah, all comes hilarious. back to uh, to reefer madness and and that scene where they're all sitting in the the police station smoking weed with the German dude when they're watching that uh, Afghan Afghanistan animation or whatever. Johnny Chimpo. <laughs> Johnny Chimpo. What the fuck was that? That was probably know, the only part of the movie I didn't really understand, but that's okay. I feel like that was a real cartoon, though, or at least, or at least they made like a small cut of it and put it out on the internet for people to see. Because I remember watching something about that when I was younger. I could be completely wrong, though, but uh, I, I feel like it may be real. <laughs> I might be wrong. Well, I don't know. I, I, there's lots of characters that I liked in this movie. Like, I really enjoyed the the captain of the highway patrol. Like, I, I can't remember. He said there was some like really funny insult that he said it with like an, a really heavy irish accent when he was drunk that i thought was funny and then farva said something later to them and he's like is that how i sound yeah. <laughs> i thought that was pretty good uh I think I really- he says something like uh i'll believe that when me shit turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbert yes that's it i think that's it yeah uh, that was pretty good i like mac i thought mac just because he goes like full all out in like the craziness and it's hard not to like Farva because, he, I mean, he's obviously shitty and horrible, but the uh, the lines are very quotable, like Team Ramrod and uh, Leader of Cola. The Leader of Cola is so fucking funny. And Does that look like spit to you? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Eh, fuck it. <laughs> I got said a lot, actually. That was something that kind of stood out to me. At least like five different times, someone said, ah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Which yeah. I guess made me common enough to be okay, but I was like, is that a right? Did someone need a thesaurus? Speaking of Farva, one of my favorite scenes was Farva just by himself. It's when uh, the rookie takes it out, uh, takes that uh, Porsche out and Farva's tanking up his car. It's like a Trans Am or like an IROC or something. Um, Thought that that's important, but he's like gassing it up and he sees a sign that says uh, free hot dog with 10 gallon purchase of fuel. (laughs) And he's at nine gallons and he just like, it just clicks and he's like, looks around then he just starts fucking pouring gas into the garbage can to get the free hot dog. How much does a hot dog cost? Jeez. I know. That's my first thought. I was like, a fucking gallon of fuel. So like it, like in 2001, that had to be like 250, you know, like gotta be around there, maybe three bucks. And how much was that hot dog going to cost in $2,001? I mean, you can get 50, maybe. Buck 50 at Costco for a, costco a hot dog and a pop and uh so anyways i feel like that wasn't a good choice but it just pays pays uh tribute to the fact he's an idiot (laughs) yeah it does but i mean i don't know i I think all in all this was just a really great time and while it may not have been the choice that i would have wanted from like the four in the list not that any i mean like i loved all those movies i think road trip might have been interesting too just because i haven't seen that in a really long time and pick of destiny i just love tenacious d that's probably seen that one more recently but even then seven or eight years but i'm i'm stoked that potentially about grandma's boy but this was a win man i like i really in, enjoyed myself sitting down to watch it uh, it was like a, a fun way to spend 90 minutes with my wife and uh, kick back smoke uh, a little bit of meat breath and uh, chill out uh, yeah i, I guess agree, we didn't man. really set the stage for what we were doing for this movie but uh, i didn't do anything really really special just a few lightsabers a bag of chips and a couple joints of meat breath Nice. I I had a like a similar um, situation with well, with you. You had said that uh, you couldn't really find time to fit this in on the weekend or whatever, so no. you ended up doing it Friday night. Well, my weekend was super busy. A close friend of mine got virtually married this weekend and stuff, so I was quite busy. So I ended up watching it this morning. I smoked uh, two bowls of meat breath with a little bit of uh, the CBD Charlotte's Angels from Simply Bear, like Ooh. a little bit of a salad, um, and I had a cup of coffee. It was really funny this morning. Yeah. Uh, like you said, um, I didn't really mean to make it sound like I, I wasn't looking forward to watching this movie because this was yeah. still like a movie I haven't seen in a long time. So um, I would have been happy and I was happy with any choice from these movies as well. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I, I liked this movie, not seeing it in so long, you know, so. But yeah, I, I think that I am ready to talk about this meat breath, man. I'm excited to talk about this shit. 
It is. I know I've been uh, badgering you to get this one on the review table, uh, but I think it was okay that we waited because I had a half ounce of this stuff that I picked up on Boxing Day, but I've only got a couple nugs left, so that that should tell you something about uh, how much I've been enjoying this. So, uh, so what do you think about this meat breath, man? Were you uh, were you surprised, or uh, I don't know? It had a fair bit of hype around it. I think um, I know we've been following uh, the work that Earl's been doing and the work that Gnome Star's been doing and the work and the. Uh, crop that they've been putting out like we've reviewed the red congolese in the past so uh i don't know it's another one that's uh, kind of right in our wheelhouse yeah i wouldn't say that i was surprised because i'd seen a lot of reviewers speak very highly of it and they're reviewers that i trust as well as yourself you had you had told me that it was absolute fire so i i knew that i wasn't going to be disappointed by the recommendation at all I was really happy with it, man. This is a strain that's right in my wheelhouse, like you said, or kind of like our wheelhouse, I suppose. This is a really nice cultivar, and it was beautifully crafted by Gnome Star. I'm, I, I can't really say much more about it. I will, I will, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, the, the the gist of it is, is it's good shit. And it's good shit. Exactly. One of the ways that you can tell it's good shit is by the quality of the smoke and the vapor. We talk about this all the time in our review section on the show. It's that substance. There's some kind of thickness or smoothness. It's like, it's like silk when it's smoke or vapor kind of rolling on over your tongue. And I'm really happy that I rolled this up in joints a few times because honestly, this was probably the nicest joint I've had since North 40 cherry punch. You think so? Hey, okay. Well, I've only got a couple nugs left, so I may have to roll a dubia this as well. I never did. Yeah. Well, it just, it burned really, really, really nicely. Just a very clean and even burn. Um, nice oil ring, white ash, uh, tasted great. Still doing the pasta filters, so that, that makes the crutch aspect of it hold really well. Really, really impressed with the quality of the smoke on this one. So I, I definitely recommend getting yourself a, a joint of this before you uh, run out. Make sure you get some shots for the uh, IG account. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I definitely will. Um, I primarily had this one out of the vape. It smoked real nice out of the vape, like you had mentioned, that full vapor. That's what I look for when, I, when I'm when uh, i reaching to the top of the uh, the the pricing lists, you know, um, from shelter. Like I want to make sure that I have a, an enjoyable smoke. And this was absolutely that I had this out of the bong quite a few times and man, once you're, once you're done the bowl, it's just bright white ash. So I'm not surprised to hear that the smoke out of a joint was really nice. Mm. As far as effects go with this one, I would say this is kind of similar to a lot of the other strains we've been having from, uh, from yep. shelter recently. It's a very giggly, to me at least a very like a giggly like thorough stone high <laughs> yes <laughs> so when i smoked this and watched super troopers this morning that opening scene man like you said i was <laughs> giggling my ass off through the whole thing it it set me up on the right foot for that movie and uh i i have to say this 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 string just brings a smile to my face every time i smoke it yeah, I think I'm the same way. In terms of the categorization that we've talked about before, I kind of put this in the straddling of the relaxation and superstone for me. Yes, yes. Is that where you got it to? Like the yep. superstone for me is where that that stony, giggly kind of like happiness comes from, that euphoria aspect. But I find like uh, I very get, I don't want to say couch lock, but it's pretty damn close to couch lock. Yeah, I was going to say it wouldn't, it, it's not like a, a, a foregone conclusion that I'm not going to be able to get my ass off the couch, mm -hmm. but uh, it will take a little bit of effort. That's for mm -hmm. sure. Maybe a little pry, a little nudge. What did you get off the nose for this one? It's kind of like a, like a sweet kind of spicy, earthy kind of smell. You know, yes, that's what I got. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I had. I had like earthy sweetness with like maybe like a tiny hint of gas. Yeah, yeah, that's what like I would say as well. It's very strong, the gas bit, but on the on the finish, the end of it, I felt like it was there. And it was another one that's, it tasted exactly like the smell did to me. Like I got the same flavor off the vapor, which is always a, like a sign of something that you know that you're going to like when everything is kind of matching the way that it is like that. So I felt like there was a lot of similarities between how it went. But it really, the sense I felt popped a lot when it hit the grinder. Yes, it did. And uh, once it was ground up, man, uh, there was good moisture. I mean, you could feel the little bit of grittiness there because these buds are just covered in trichomes. Can we talk about the bag appeal a little bit? Like, holy shit, these I would are love some to. beautiful buds, man. Like, <laughs> Yes, the bag appeal on this strain is through the roof. They're beautiful buds. They're sparkly. There's... 
they're they're just speckled in this beautiful purple color with these dark bright orange hairs like i don't know uh, there's a lot of like brightness to it because they're just so covered in trichomes very tight buds i didn't get overly large buds but i did buy mine in a, a three and a half gram jar so a lot of the time you don't get the heroes in there did you get any big ones in your half ounce that you bought nothing like that i would say is massive heroes but no. I mean, there, there were some good size buds. I had to like get, I put it, the seven grams into two separate jars. Okay. So like seven grams in each jar. And I didn't find that they were overly huge, but there were some like chonky buds that were in there. And, um, but I, like you said, they're so dense and so thick and pretty to look at. I really liked those purple hues and the colors that really made it for, for a prettiness. And like you said, they just sparkled with frosty trikes, man. Like it was yeah. just a really, really well done. So like hats off to you, Earl and your head grower. You guys are just absolutely crushing it with this meat breath run. And uh, I feel like this is one that's going to be going into the rotation because it was just so nice. Uh, THC rolled in around 19.8%. Yep. Just a hair under actually. You're right. 19.79 is what it shows on shelter and on my jar here. Okay. I probably rounded it up on my jar. That's why. <laughs> oh, actually no. My jar does say 19.8. You're right. So the jar rounded it up There you go. from the, from the website. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, for me, I don't know if it'll go into the rotation necessarily just because it is at the, the top of the price list here right. for me or the pricing tiers. Only so many of those can be there, right? Exactly. I, this is something I'll definitely repurchase. It is a quality product uh, for craft connoisseurs out there or for people who just like good weed. It's definitely a, a good option. You're not going to be disappointed with it. I Just before we like wrap it up, I just wanted to also just hit on the, the terpenes and as well as like the lineage from this. Um, Thank you. For those people at home who are interested, this is a uh, makeup of meatloaf and mendo breath. I have uh, not tried either of those strains, but I, I must say, it birthed quite a nice baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dominant terps are limonene, transcaryophylline, and linalool. Yeah, so I think the, the limonene, that's where we get that sweetness from. But uh, there, it is quite a complex nose to this one. I really like this. This was a, a beautiful cultivar, beautifully curated by by the folks at Gnome Star. Like I said, if you're a craft a cannabis person or someone who just really appreciates good weed, get your hands on this stuff. It's great. You can get it under the Artisan Batch brand as well in BC and Alberta, I think. So you can yeah, get it on the rec market as well. It's not just exclusively on the medicinal side right now. Yeah, Artisan Batch from uh, Indiva, you can find it there, but it's also available on Shelter Market, and I believe they got another recent drop. Uh, it's in the higher price category, so you're looking at about 40 bucks an eighth, I think, for this stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what it's going to be, but we think it's pretty good. Definitely worth a try, and Meat Breath is, is something that I think is definitely a worthy cultivar to put in the rotation. So, I uh, hope you guys enjoy and uh, check it out. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate all the engagement we've been getting lately. We've been getting a lot of kudos out there, and it feels really nice, to be honest. So thank you, everybody, for giving us your thoughts and feedback. We really appreciate that. Hell, if you guys have negative feedback, we'd like to hear that as well, because uh, we don't know what we're doing wrong until we hear about it, right? So um, any suggestions, uh, constructive criticisms, feedback, we're, we're always open to hearing that. So again, thank you, everybody out there for listening and for the engagement. We hope you're all doing well. Take care until next time. Cheers, everybody. We'll see you next week. 